You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Takes, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bingham. Thank you for being here. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. We have had some of the greatest NFL games in the history of the NFL, and I am here for it. Today's podcast is all about the NFL. Whatever platform you're watching or listening on, please hit that subscribe button. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts. Everywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. And uh, this podcast is brought to you by Trippio. Uh, just kidding. Well, I actually kind of it is because Trippio is my company. That's why I didn't do a podcast last week. I was in Hawaii on a group trip. Um, companies and groups will hire me and my company Trippio to take them on you know amazing epic group excursions trips. Um, it's also an app I'll be, re- be releasing soon. So check it out. You can check us out on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Check out the website TrippioApp.com. I'm going to be releasing the app here shortly. It'll be for everybody. Help you travel better. Know what to know the best things to do, see, eat, and experience in your travel. So, little plug for that. Now it's all NFL talk. All NFL talk from here on out. Okay. Um, some of the greatest games in the history of the playoffs were played over the last couple weekends. I started my predictions six for six in the wild card weekend. I was super stoked. I was bragging about it on Twitter. I went six for six. Blah blah blah. Well, in the divisional round, which was not yesterday, but last week, um, I went one for four, okay? And not so hot. Um, after starting six for six, I went one for four. And so that, that that brought me to seven seven out of 10 overall. Not bad, you know, seven and three in my predictions. Um, but I had the Packers over the 49ers. I was wrong. Uh, I had the Bucks over the Rams, but I did admit that I thought that was the game I was the most worried about. And we're going to get into Tom Brady's supposed retirement here in a minute, by the way. But let me get through these predictions real quick. Um, I had the Bucks over the Rams. I said that was the one I was the most worried about, um, but I did pick the Bucks. I was wrong. They definitely were missing Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, or at least one of them to be a solid uh, additional target for Tom Brady. That was a bummer. Um, and th- wow, what a crazy game that was. I'm sitting in Hawaii watching this game, and um, I've got some people kind of. It was the, it was actually a down day for the trip. It was a day that uh, not down as in bad, but down as in like more of a relaxing day. People are going to the beach, going to the pool. So I was like, sweet, I'm gonna take advantage and just watch some playoff football. Um, well, then I start getting pulled towards the beach, right? And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go to the beach. So I'm watching it on my phone, and <clears throat> we turn it. I turn it off. Um, excuse me. I decide to go to the beach after it's like 27 to three, right? I'm like, all right, well, you know, Tom Brady, I get it. He can't, he can do anything. He came back from 28, three against the Falcons in that Super Bowl, but highly unlikely he does it here. So I'll just go to the beach. Well, we start packing up and I turn it back on and all of a sudden it's like a ball game. I'm like, what the crap? I got to freaking watch this. So stay and watch that. And then I watch the next game uh, from, from my phone on the beach. But with that game, they're down 27 to three. Okay. Tom Brady and the Bucks are on 27 to three with just a few minutes left in the third quarter. They're down 27, 13 with just a few minutes left in the game, in the entire game. They tie it at 27, 27 with 42 seconds left. Okay. They come, they come back from down 27 to three to tie it at 27-27. Only Tom Brady can do this stuff, okay? Only Tom Brady can do this stuff. They tie the game with 42 seconds left. 
In overtime, the Bucks are winning that game. They're at home. They've got Tom Brady. They've got the momentum. If that game goes to overtime, the Bucks win. They're in the NFC Championship game, and we're talking about a completely different thing. Probably the Bucks in the Super Bowl because I think they would have beat the Niners just like the Rams did yesterday. So, but they didn't. They give up a 20-yard pass to Cooper Cup with 42 seconds left, followed by followed by a 44-yard pass to Cooper Cup. Literally, the only thing they couldn't do was get beat deep. And that's what they did twice. The first one, not too egregious. It's 20 yards. It was kind of up the middle, and he ran for the extra yardage. The second one, though, was literally just a go route. It's like this guy led the league in catches, yards, and touchdowns. Maybe pay a little bit more attention to him there, Bucks. The Bucks defense ruins the greatest comeback in the history of the playoffs outside of the 28-3 comeback Tom Brady did against the Falcons. And they, they ruin a chance to get them, their team back into the Super Bowl. And the Bucks lose a heartbreaker. And the Rams, kick, or yeah, the Rams kick a field goal as time expires. So Rams win that game. I was wrong on that prediction. The next game, I had the Chiefs over the Bills in a close one. And I was right. And this was maybe the greatest game ever played. Okay? If you've ever seen that golf movie. It's actually a really good movie. The greatest game ever played. This is now the greatest game ever played. Greatest football game ever. Um, I had the Chiefs over the Bills. I was right about this one. It was the only one I was right about in the divisional round. Um, the game was 26-21 Kansas City with a minute 55 left. Okay, So after the two-minute warning, there were three touchdowns and a field goal scored. <laughs> three touchdowns and a field goal. First off, four possessions with under two minutes. Three touchdowns and a field goal after the two-minute warning. Under two minutes, three touchdowns and a field goal. Kansas City, um, excuse me, the Bills get the get the first touchdown. They take the lead. Kansas City gets the touchdown, takes the lead. Bills get a touchdown, take the lead by three. And then with 13 seconds left, somehow, some way, Patrick Mahomes gets them into field goal position. They tie it as time expires. Then there's the coin toss. Kansas City wins the coin toss. They win the game in overtime on the first drive. Josh Allen doesn't get a chance to touch the ball. The whole world's up in arms. we got to change the rule. I don't entirely disagree, but then you see what happened in yesterday's game where the Chiefs go into overtime again against the Bengals. They again uh, are at home. They again win the coin toss, but a different outcome this time. The defense for the Bengals comes to play. They get a stop, something the Bills didn't do. All you got to do is hold them to a field goal. Just don't, let them get, just don't let them get a touchdown. I mean, the game has three phases, offense, defense, special teams, right? All three are very important. We saw the 49ers win a playoff game basically from their special teams against the Packers, right? Um, and then this game, uh, the defense comes up big for the Bills, or excuse me, not for the Bills. The Bills didn't. The Bills defense did not come up big for the Bengals. And then their team gets their offense gets a chance to be on the field. And at that point, it's like, okay, our defense just beat you. Now our offense will beat you with a field goal, and that's what they did. Game over. Um, but anyway, so that got the whole world up in arms. We've got to change the playoff uh, overtime rule. I actually don't think so. My take is I don't think so. Why? Because at that point you're saying defense doesn't matter, but it does. And the Bengals proved it yesterday. So, um, But that was the one game I got right was the Chiefs over the Bills. And then I had uh, the Titans over the Bengals. And I was wrong about that. We're going to get into that more. In the conference championship, I went 1-1. One and one. I had the Rams uh, to beat the Niners, which they did. And then I did have the Chiefs over the Bengals, which I was wrong against. So I bet against Joe Burrow, against the uh, 
the Titans. I was wrong. I bet against Joe, Joe Burrow against the Chiefs. I was wrong. Uh, I'm going to bet against him again in the Super Bowl, I think. I, I'm going to save that for like next week's podcast. But my early money is on the Rams. But that being said, I'm all aboard the Joe Burrow train. This guy is dominating. Going to get get in. Going to get into that more in a minute as well. Um, but that Chiefs Bengals game, what a freaking game that was! Such an incredible comeback by the Bengals. Uh, kind of a meltdown by the Chiefs as well. Um, and one more thing I forgot to mention about the 49ers. I got to talk about the 49ers Rams game yesterday too. The, the all so there's a couple things here. One. 49ers fans and media are have been just dumping all over Jimmy G for like two years now, okay? Blaming everything on him. The guy has played two full seasons in for the 49ers. The first season, they went to the Super Bowl. The second season, they went to the very, very end of the NFC Championship game and actually would have won if it wasn't for safety. Uh, Jackie, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Jakiski Tark, Tart. Tart, I know I can pronounce that. Jakiski Tart um, dropping a gimme interception. If he doesn't drop that interception, the 49ers win that game. There's like nine minutes left in the game. You're up three, and you're going to intercept the ball on a drive that led to a, f- a, a field goal that tied the game for the Rams. He doesn't drop that interception. I think you see the 49ers in the Super Bowl right now. So with Jimmy G, you went to the Super Bowl. The first season he played for you. The second season he was injured. You missed the playoffs. The third season he played again, and you went to the very end of the NFC Championship game. And if it wasn't for a dropped interception that little league people can catch, you're in the Super Bowl again. So I'd be careful what you wish for, Niners fans. I'd be very, very careful what you wish for because I don't think Trey Lance will get you to a Super Bowl in either of the next two seasons. In fact, if there's a bet out there to be made, I tweeted this to somebody who was uh, you know, welcoming the ushering in of the, the Trey Lance era. I saw tweets about this all over the place yesterday on Twitter. Welcome the Trey Lance era. I'm so excited. Uh, Niners fans, be very, very careful what you wish for. You do not. <laughs> I, I do not think that Trey Lance is the savior that's going to get you a Super Bowl ring. I don't. I'd be shocked if the Niners are in the Super Bowl in either of the next two seasons. Jimmy G got you there his first season. He got you right on the cusp his second season because the one in the middle, he was there three seasons. The one in the middle, he didn't play at all. He didn't play at all. He, I mean, he played a little bit, but he was injured out for the season, and you missed the playoffs. You missed the playoffs, okay? So it's not a quarterback issue. The court, If you look at the quarterbacking, Super Bowl, Jimmy G, not Jimmy G, missed playoffs, Jimmy G, NFC Championship game, you'd be in the Super Bowl if not for a dropped interception. So be very careful what you wish for if you're a 49ers fan. Um, I'm not saying Trey Lance is going to fail. I'm just saying I don't think I don't think it's the shoe in, oh, finally we can get rid of Jimmy G and just let Trey Lance do his thing and take us to a Super Bowl. Not that easy. Aaron Rodgers can't even get a second one. Um, okay, so those were the conference championship games. I went one and one. I want to talk now, though, real quick about Tom Brady's retirement. Okay, this is too funny. So Adam Schefter, who is like Woj, is for the NBA. He is for the NFL, but Woj is for the NBA. He tweets, we all listen. Okay, we all take it as scripture. Um, And he tweets that Tom Brady is retiring. And it's confirmed by like, you know, some other guy. And uh, we all take it as factual. Uh, I remember just instantly thinking like, well, I want to see this from Tom Brady. 
you know, and so I check his Instagram. He's very active on Instagram. I check his Twitter. He's decently active on Twitter. Nothing on either one of them. Well, he does post a TikTok, and his TikTok is just a funny thing about, you know, when Eagles fans say you can't catch, and it's him dropping that, you know, that ball in the Super Bowl, and then the one that he caught out of bounds um, against the Eagles in the playoff game on the sideline, um, where it was actually a pretty good catch. So, um, that's all that, that that's that's what we're hearing from Tom Brady is him joking about his ability to catch the Eagles fans. Nothing about retirement at all. Just crickets on that regard. No posts at all on Instagram or Twitter. And so I'm like, I don't know that he's actually retired. Like, I I, I don't think he's retired yet. Turns out he's not. He's not retired yet. Now, my prediction is that he probably will retire. That the sources that that uh, are out there, whoever they are. And if you're Tom Brady, how disappointed are you right now? You're like, really? He probably told it to a very small inner circle of people. And now he knows one of them is the rat, right? One of them went and leaked the information to the media. Uh, and Adam Schefter got a hold of it. And when he says something, the whole NFL world listens and it gets out and spreads like wildfire. And it did. There were tributes from teammates and thank yous and all this videos. And I mean, it was like front page of ESPN. It was everywhere. And Tom Brady himself had never even said it. Wild, wild stuff. So my prediction is that he probably will retire. Um, if he doesn't, it might be out of spite, for which would be amazing, right? Just to show his competitive fire if he doesn't retire, just despite all of us uh, that think he was going to. Um, he's got to be frustrated with his inner circle, though, whoever they are, whoever leaked it. He's got to be frustrated with them. Maybe he's taking time to figure out who that is. Um, there was all this talk about him getting... Um, a $15 million signing bonus like next week. And that's why he hasn't retired yet. I heard this. It is true. He's getting 15 million like on Friday of this week or something, but it has nothing to do. It's not a roster bonus. It's a signing bonus that was deferred from when he signed his contract already. So that money is owed to him regardless. That money is his, whether he retired two days ago today in two weeks, that money, that 15 million, that's his. Okay. It has nothing to, his, his waiting has nothing to do with money at all. I think one, he probably hasn't fully made up his mind. He probably is leaning heavily towards it and maybe he really does retire. Two, I don't, I think he loves and respects the game enough. He doesn't want to upstage conference championship weekend. That's why there were crickets from him on that front. Nothing from him about it. He's like, look, if the media wants to do it and they want to ruin conference championship weekend for these four teams that are that are here and deserving and they're fighting for a Super Bowl, he respects those guys um, and he respects the game. And I think he didn't want to upstage them. I think he had probably probably planned to do it in this time frame, this this window we're in right now between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. There's two weeks where the NFL kind of just talks about the Super Bowl. There's there's actually a lack of storyline oftentimes. We've got the Pro Bowl um, coming up, which nobody cares about. I mean, they're introducing dodgeball and stuff like that. The Pro Bowl is worthless. So nobody really cares about that. There's only so much you can talk about for two straight weeks, um, you know, with, with regards to the Super Bowl. And so I think right now would be a time for him to make that decision. It also gives teams chance to, you know, dial in what they need to um, as far as going after another quarterback, free agents, draft picks, you know, making strategies, making plans. So I think that was his plan going in is to announce it in this two-week window. And I think you'll see him do that. I think you'll see him in this two-week window make a decision and announce it himself. And let this be a lesson. Wait until it is, is confirmed by the player himself, especially a player of Tom Brady's magnitude. Don't steal this from him. 
don't steal the the moment, the the chance to retire on his terms. He's always said he doesn't want a farewell tour, which is why I think he probably will retire now because he doesn't want next season to be a farewell tour. Um, he wants to do it on his terms. There's probably going to be some turnover with that Bucks roster. Uh, they had a chance to run it back, and honestly, they, an injury got them. You know, and I say it all the time at the NFL: who's hot, who's healthy. Those are huge factors in the NFL playoffs: who's hot and who's healthy. And the the Bucks got hot, but they were not healthy. They they lost Antonio Brown to a temper tantrum, quit, and then they lost Chris Godwin to a season-ending uh, injury. And so. Without those two major targets, they didn't need both of them, but they did need one of them. They did need one of them. Um, so that was a that was a real bummer. And they also lost an offensive lineman. So and with a with a very immobile forty four year old at quarterback, that was a big deal as well. So um, I don't think you'll see Tom Brady come back. He is the greatest to ever do it. Like he is far and away the greatest to ever do it. Um, seven Super Bowls, most all time by far. 10 appearances, most all-time, by far. He has won 12.7%, so we'll call it 13%. He has won 13% of the Super Bowls all-time. Think about that. Of all the Super Bowls played in the history of the NFL, 13% of them have been won by Tom Brady. It's unbelievable. Five Super Bowl MVPs, most all-time. Three league MVPs. He's the all-time leader in both the playoffs and the regular season for yards, completions, and touchdowns. Those are the three major categories for for uh, quarterbacks. He leads in all three of them all time in the playoffs and in the regular season. Um, 15 Pro Bowls, most all time. It, 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 there's just, he's, he's undeniably the greatest football player the world has ever seen. Um, he's the Michael Jordan of football. It's going to be very, very difficult to catch him. And just think how good Patrick Mahomes has been. Think for a minute right now, if you're watching, listening, Stop and think for a second just how good you think Patrick Mahomes has been these last few seasons since he was named the starter in Kansas City, right? MVP, breaking some records, wins a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, gets to another Super Bowl, gets to the AFC Championship game this year. Just think how good uh, you feel Patrick Mahomes has been since being named the starter the last few seasons in Kansas City, okay? You've got that in your mind now, just how great he is. In that same time span where Tom Brady was 41 years old at the start of it to 44 years old now, in that same time span, Tom Brady has two Super Bowl victories to Patrick Mahomes, just one, and he has 10 playoff wins to Patrick Mahomes, just eight. That's how good Tom Brady is. The guy that we all have crowned the king of quarterback for the last few years actually has less impressive results than a 41, 42, 43, and 44-year-old Tom Brady. That's how good Tom Brady is. It's unbelievable what this guy has done. So, yeah, hats off to Tom Brady. I think it probably is uh, his time to retire. I don't. Th- I wish he wouldn't. I wish he'd come back for one more season. Um, if they can get Godwin, I, a lot of it's going to come down to players they could get. But my prediction is he does retire. Um, I'd love to see him come back because he can't compete at a championship level if the right pieces are around him. But my guess is he will retire because he doesn't want a farewell season, and I don't think he wants to play two more seasons. So we'll see. Um, Okay, so back to all these quarterbacks that we've been talking about. Um, We just talked about Patrick Mahomes. We just talked about Tom Brady. Um, There's something that uh, Joe Burrow has in common with these guys, um, and that is that uh, he and Tom Brady are the only guys to have beaten 
Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes has been beaten by Tom Brady twice in the playoffs, and then he won a Super Bowl one year. So he's four seasons he's been the starter in Kansas City. Lost to Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. Won a Super Bowl. Lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Lost to Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship game. So Patrick Mahomes has, has only lost to two different quarterbacks in his NFL career in the playoffs, Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow is in prime, prime uh, company here. Uh, already with Tom Brady is the only guy to beat Joe, uh, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. He's also one of only three uh, quarterbacks to have multiple comeback victories in the same playoffs in either of his first or second seasons. The other two guys, Tom Brady, Kurt Warner. Both of those guys won the Super Bowl. Um, Joe Burrow now in the Super Bowl. Again, in some pretty elite company, Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow. That's the list of guys who have come from behind in multiple games in the postseason in their first or second season um, in the in the league. or uh, Yeah, in the league. And, um, and Joe Burrow <laughs> on fire, man. He's on fire. I am all aboard the Joe Burrow train. That said, again, I'm going to put my early money on the Rams. We'll see. Interesting to see what Matthew Stafford can do. One thing I got to mention about this Bengals team, by the way, they don't just have Joe Burrow from the LSU national title team. They have Jamar Chase from that national title team. They have um, Thaddeus Moss, who's injured right now, uh, but he scored two touchdowns in that national title game for LSU. He's on the Bengals. And then they also, there was this video going around of, um, what's his name? Tyler Shelvin, defensive tackle for the Bengals. He, he's got Joe Burrow on his shoulders, you know, after the AFC Championship game. Well, there's a video of him doing the same thing after the LSU national title game. Um, and so they've got four guys from that national title team uh, for LSU on the Bengals, four of them. It's unreal. A great young team. If you're Cincinnati, just pray that you can keep all of them because you're not exactly a hot market that, that people want to go to. Being a Utah Jazz fan, I feel your pain. Um, it's just not a market that people, the superstars, want to stay in. And so you've got some really solid young talent, and you got to pray you can keep them because if you do, you're probably going to see some Super Bowls very, very soon. Um, okay, so with that, this is going to wrap up with this. Dave Portnoy put out his list of NFL young guns, right? His top quarterbacks in the NFL that are young. And his list was as follows. Josh, Josh Allen, number one. Joe Burrow, number two. Mac Jones, number three. <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones, number three. This is Dave Portnoy, not me. He's a Patriots fan, that's why. Patrick Mahomes, number four. Kyler Murray, five. Justin Herbert, six. Trevor Lawrence, seven. Zach Wilson, eight. Lamar Jackson, nine. Baker Mayfield, ten. Okay, so he's got Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes. It's kind of the older guys of the young guns. Then after that, you got Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. Um, then after that, it's the really young guys, Burrow, and then rookies, you know, Mac Jones, Justin Herbert, or Justin Herbert's not a rookie, but second year with, 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 uh, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Okay. So that's kind of his top 10, right? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. That's his top 10. I'm going to keep the same top 10 in different order. The correct order. The correct order would be Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. You can... You can flip-flop those guys however you want. Um, I think Josh Allen has proven he's right there with Patrick Mahomes. He might even be better. Um, and so I don't mind him being at number one. You can have Patrick Mahomes number two. But those are the top two. And you can put them in whichever order you choose. I don't know if there's a right or wrong there. Uh, but those are the top two. Joe Burrow would be number three. And these are guys that I would want for the next like five to ten years on my team. Okay, 
Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, then Joe Burrow, then Justin Herbert for me, then Lamar Jackson, then Kyler Murray, uh, then Trevor Lawrence, then Baker Mayfield, then Mac Jones, and I hate to say it, BYU fans, but I'm putting Zach Wilson as 10th on my list. So that's my list. And guys, that's all the time I have for today. Please hit that subscribe button and uh, comment if you're on YouTube. Send me a tweet at Sean Bingham. You can actually send in a video recording of you giving your take, telling me how stupid I am on this, that, and the other, asking me questions, whatever you want. You can do that at uh, STB Sports Take on the um, – um, why, why am I spacing the name of it as I'm sitting here talking about it? Um, Anchor Podcast, gosh, anchor.fm slash STB Sports Take. That's where you can uh, submit a, a, a message, and I can reply it on a future podcast. But you guys are amazing. Going to be a big Super Bowl. Going to be a big week. Prayers up to Tom Brady. Hope he doesn't retire, but he probably will. That's it. I'm out. Peace. We got the strength. We got the Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. Yeah, the